Hi there. Welcome to the first episode of Pre-Motherhood with me, Teresa Priolo. I'm an anchor and reporter for Fox 5. I'm a wife and now I'm a mom-to-be. Yikes. I have no idea what I'm doing, so I thought the best thing to do was to start a podcast and get as many pros and moms as I can to tell me what I can expect while I'm expecting. So buckle up, because we get real, and hopefully, together, we can figure out this baby thing before my 40 weeks is up. (laughs) On today's episode, we're Team Green. I'll explain that in a minute. In a world filled with instant gratification, it's billed as life's last great surprise. The decision not to find out your baby's gender. It's one made by less than 25% of expected parents today. So instead of being Team Pink or Team Blue, moms like me, we're Team Green. Today we're peeling back the layers of what's often seen as a pretty controversial decision with the help of two New York City moms, Miriam and Leora, and Amy Goodman, the lifestyle editor at Zulily.com. That's an e-commerce site focused on all things babies and kids. This is Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo. From New York City, USA, welcome to the Fox 5 Podcast Network. So today we're talking about what I think is one of Besides breastfeeding, to breastfeed or to not breastfeed, I think this is one of the most controversial decisions that a new mom can make, and that is the decision to find out or not find out the gender of the baby. Of course, before you give birth, because eventually we all find out. I have made the decision not to find out if I'm having a boy or a girl, and I have been wildly amazed at the, the comments that I have gotten from people, the surprise, the shock. And actually the high fives that I've received. So I want to bring in two other moms who found themselves in similar situations and get your perspective on this. We have Miriam and Leora. Hi, hi ladies. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having us. Let's start with you, Miriam. You don't just have one child. You have many children. Yes, I have nine children, thank God. Nine children. Did you find out the sex with any of them? No, I chose not to find out because I felt like... I would like to enjoy the moment and enjoy the pregnancy and just concentrate on the moment and not to plan what color the nursery or what name. I just feel like it's just more relaxing and less overwhelming. So can you tell me what's the gender order from one to nine? Sure. So the oldest is a girl, and then I have two boys, then it's a girl, then it's again two boys, and then it's uh, one girl. Sorry, I'm confused now. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me feel better because I was trying to keep it in order. No, it's a girl, two boys, and it's a girl, and three boys, and then it's two girls. Wow. That's nine? Did we count? That's that's, We got all the kids in there. (laughs) So I feel like maybe after you had the girl and the boy, then after that it's gravy, right? Right. You have one of each. Because for the first one, I really wanted to have a girl, but I was really open to if it's a boy or a girl, and I was happy I had a girl. And for the second one... I could have, I guess, find out if I was having a boy, but to me, it didn't really matter as long as the baby is healthy. And then once I had a girl and I had a boy, like, it really also doesn't matter, <laughs> you know, because I already have one of each. Right, and now you have multiple of each, so you've got right. you've got your own team. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Lior, you have how many kids? Two. Two kids. Did you find out for either of them? No, I did not. Okay, so now this is a different perspective. First of all, what what's your order of children gender order two boys two boys mm-hmm. i would think that maybe with the second you would find out because you already have the boy and perhaps if you're looking if you want or are hoping for a girl you would find out with the second but tell me about your decision to keep both a surprise 
I just, I really loved having that element of surprise carry me through the first pregnancy and just knowing that there would be this amazing moment, however labor and delivery played out, because I knew I could have a plan for that and who knows how it would go. I knew that that would carry me through, so to speak. So I really wanted a similar experience for the second. Um, There were many times where my husband and I would think, okay, we're at our next appointment. We could find out if we wanted. Let's, what are we going to do? And I just, I couldn't do it. I wanted it to be similar. That's the way I felt too. When I I said to both of you, when we found out our pregnancy was a surprise for us. So that was one big surprise. Mm -hmm. So we got over that hurdle of that surprise. (laughs) And then when we decided that we weren't going to find out, it wasn't a decision that we sat down one day. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but we didn't sit down one day and say, we are never finding out. We just kept pushing it off from appointment to appointment. And then I got to 20 weeks and I thought, well, come on, I'm halfway there. Why find out now? And I I kind of liked that people would come up to me and especially older women uh, high five me. It was, I guess it was a throwback from them of some kind to a time where you couldn't find out or you it wasn't as readily available to know the gender. So I kind of liked that a little bit, that people were excited that I didn't know. Did you mm-hmm. find that? I did. I did find that. I think there. it was interesting. There was an element of surprise with the response that I got from people thinking, wow, how could you How could you really do that? And I thought, well, what do you mean? It's This is my experience. <laughs> of course I could do it. It's whatever I want. Um, but and, and there were a handful of people that thought, oh, I could never. And I said, okay, you know, great. I get it. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of people that said, wow, you know, that's how exciting. That makes it even more exciting. And, and that's kind of where I was coming from as well. I I thought the same. Yeah, and that's one of the things that's kind of also, Miriam, gotten me through the pregnancy to a certain extent is that I know that I have another huge surprise coming at the end of it. So you've done the labor process quite a few times, so you know exactly what to expect, but I don't have a damn clue. So I feel like this is going to be something nice at the end that I will be literally pushing for or (laughs) pulling for um, is to hear that doctor say you have a whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's so exciting. Like, once you deliver and they tell you, like, who you have and uh, you might match what you thought it might not match. But either way, it's exciting and it's a nice surprise because you never know what surprise you're going to get. But this is just one of the life's nice surprises. For us, which something that I thought was kind of interesting and, and perhaps this contributed to our decision not to find out during one of our first sonograms the technician and she was just doing this innocently turned over and said do you do you guys want to know what you're having and we said not right now she said you know about less than 25 percent of expectant parents these days keep it a surprise now I don't think she meant to fuel any sort of competitive edge in me and my husband but we looked at each other and we were like we can do it we can be part of the 25 percent i was shocked to hear that so few parents actually make the decision to keep it a surprise did you find miriam that any of the myths or preconceived notions about how you were carrying proved true with what you ultimately ended up having i found it not to be true because like i really carried all my babies exactly the same way which is like stomach to the front and i heard like if you carried more to the like wider then it's a girl and if it's like more to the front it's a boy but i carried every single child exactly the same so so they were wrong with yours (laughs) what about you Lyra? 
That's so interesting. There were a lot of similarities and then a handful of differences. Um, my skin was terrible with my first pregnancy. And so a lot of people said, oh, a daughter robs you of your beauty. And I thought, what is this? <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> I thought, are you serious? Yeah. I just remember all the dermatologist appointments. I'm like, how do we fix this? Like, this needs to be fixed right now. <laughs> it's like, honey, it's hormones, you know? Yeah, right. So I, I thought it was going to be a girl. I had... Um, what else? The way I carried, so my second, I did not have any skin issues. So I thought that it was going to be different for that reason. Um, clearly it wasn't. Um, I carried relatively similarly. I put on a lot more weight the second time around. I think it's just because I couldn't get to the gym as much having a toddler uh, running around. So I, I just blame that on myself, like the whole carrying them differently. <laughs> um what else? Oh, I loved spicy food really intensely for both pregnancies. So that was a big similarity. That's probably the only similarity I had. Um, so you, for all intents and purposes, really could have been thinking, I had a boy the first time. I'm probably have a girl. girl. I thought I was, I had, yeah, I had a girl's name in my mind. I did not have a boy's name ready. Um, so I, I obviously didn't know either way. And I thought, well, if it's, an, you know, it's a great surprise, I guess I'll have to find a new name, too. <laughs> yeah. Were you disappointed? And I don't say that in a in a bad way, because obviously a child is a blessing, a gift, whether it's two boys, two girls, boy, girl. But I think we all do have some preconceived notions or some wants and wishes for what our family might look like, especially when, when we embark on this journey. So when the your baby came out a boy, were you like, but wait, you're supposed to be a girl. That's what I thought. Not at all. Not at no. all. I yeah, we I was so excited, my husband was so excited and I think I had worked myself up knowing that I it could definitely, you know, very well be a girl. And so I thought, okay, that's kind of what I'm expecting, but oh, I'll be so excited if it's a boy. So I I think I prepared myself okay for that moment. Uh, but I mean, I'm biased now, especially looking back like two little boys, but yeah, we'll see. And that's great cuz it's a built-in best friend. Right. Ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> right. There's always that five percent. <laughs> then there's the tackling. Yeah. Right. And in the beginning, I was completely convinced that I was having a girl, which I could still be having a girl. But I thought it was a girl. And I don't know if it was the Chinese gender calendar or the heart rate that I saw. If For people who aren't familiar or if you're just newly pregnant, the Chinese gender calendar is allegedly this tool that's been around for hundreds of years that can predict the gender of your child. And some people say it is completely spot on. It tells me I'm having a girl. I don't know. But then I'm, I have like a bullet. My belly is all in the front. And it's that, that's it. That's all I have is just this big protruding bullet, which I feel like is 10 times the size of any other mom that's roughly in the vicinity of my due date. So now everyone tells me you're definitely having a boy. You better get a boy's name picked out. And for the life of me, I can't think of one. My husband and I can't agree on one. The list of girl names is a mile long. The boy, I'm afraid we're going to leave the hospital without a name. And that's okay. It is? Of course. We can do that? Yeah. <laughs> of course. My, my cousin tested out a few names in the hospital before they left. Yeah? That's a good idea. <laughs> I should just, do that. You could put anything. You don't have to submit anything right away. Did you guys uh, have a problem with the whole setting up we were talking about what you register for setting up the whole idea of the nursery or buying clothes some people have a problem with getting an abundance of green clothing or yellow clothing or gray clothing uh, that kind of stuff especially in gifts did you care about that 
No, no? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we didn't even think about it. I mean, right now the gray colors are really popular and like neutral colors. So, and I really like those colors a lot. I'm not into like pink that much, but I did notice that my little girls did look nice and pink, so I started getting them. But in general, like I just prefer neutral colors just because of the colors of and how it photographs. Because I'm also a photographer, so right. I and you do a lot of photographing of families. Yeah, I do families and newborns. So just neutral colors always look nice. Also, I like the colors that match the baby's eyes, so you can't see the baby's eyes until the baby is born. So oh, that's a nice little mm-hmm. trick and nice little. Yeah, especially if they have blue eyes and you get something blue, they look so pretty in mm-hmm. it. We, what, what, what were you gonna say? Uh, no, I don't even remember registering honestly. But um, yeah, we we didn't get gifts until after the baby was born. I didn't have a shower for either one. Um, we had parties after the kids were born, and so anything we got was specific at that point, and it worked out really well. Yeah, I, I mean, especially now with the rise, as you said, of gray. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just hoping that I get a lot of white and gray. Yeah, you there's know? like 50 Perfect. shades of Because if I get gray. a whole bunch of green clothing, <laughs> you know. Can I always accessorize. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, blue and green, pink and green. Um, but one other thing that I do want to mention, which I thought was really interesting, is how angry it makes some people, which I now get a kick out of. I have um, talked to quite a few people who are like, I cannot believe that you wouldn't want to know the gender of your child. I think that people really, in their minds, have rationalized this to assume that because you don't want to know the gender, that in some way you're not as committed to the pregnancy or the child or anything like that. And I always look at them like, no, 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 exactly the opposite. This is this is the way it's always been. People, I don't need to plan out every aspect of this kid's life, and I certainly don't need to attach any sort of preconceived notions to it as to what I want that little girl or little boy to be. Let me just wait till they're born, and then I can start trying to screw them up in all different kinds of ways, you know? But it makes people really angry. Did you guys experience that? Yeah, I think, like, they're angry because, like, they really want to know who you're having, and you're not telling them, so they're, like, annoyed with you. <laughs> Yeah, I found it, so related to that, I found that people couldn't believe that I didn't have a nursery set up or anything done, and I thought, the baby's going to be with me anyway in my room. Like, what do I need a nursery for? Um, but it worked out really well because, well, you know, spend a few days in the hospital if that's what we choose. Um, and so it was great. My father and my husband, they went to go set everything up. They needed, nice. they needed something to do. Because <laughs> you had done all the work. I, yeah, it's like, okay, I picked everything out, now go execute. Right. So, worked well. I like that. I think you just really have to know yourself and what makes you tick. It got pretty crazy a, a few times, and so knowing that I was working so hard to, to you know, make it through the obstacle of like, who am I going to meet? Who is this little person I'm going to meet? And I had no clue if it was a boy or a girl or anything. And that really helped. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel the same way. I feel like each person should find out what makes them happy. If it makes them happy to find out, then let them find out. There is no right or wrong. I chose not to find out because I feel it's a nice surprise at the end of the labor and delivery. But either way would be fine. I would have loved the baby the same much. Thanks to my moms for adding their input. Now let's chat with Amy Goodman of Zoo Lily. Hi, Amy. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Tell me about that moment of hearing the doctor say it's a boy or girl. It is a fabulous moment to share 
because somebody in the room said, it's a boy. And both my husband and I were so anxious to have a baby girl for what we would are, we would have been obviously happy with a healthy um, child, no matter the gender. But for some reason in our little heads, we really wanted a baby girl. And so somebody in the room, I think it might have been my mother, said, it's a boy. And so something in me was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a boy. And for the entire time of my pregnancy, I thought, I didn't. I really didn't know what I was carrying. I didn't know how I was carrying. I just know I was super sick for most of my pregnancy. I was one of those, one of those pregnant gals. And so I think what had happened was a bit of the umbilical cord got tucked between the baby's legs, because then oh. the doctor says, "Now wait a minute, hold on here." And actually, the the OB was not my normal doctor. It was the doctor who was on call. So I didn't have a really tight relationship with this woman. And so, so I'm looking at her and I'm, I'm in suspense. And she goes, wait, 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 wait now. It's a girl. I mean, so. So you got the double surprise. Like 10 seconds we went from thinking it was a boy to now hearing it was a girl. And I'm like, well, with tears streaming down my face, I'm like, what is it? What is it? And she says, no, it's a girl. It's a girl. <laughs> and so you can only imagine we were just beside ourselves. Talk about really having our hearts go the range of emotions for the whole journey that entire time to the very last moment. So it was truly the bombshell of all excitement. <laughs> and you got both in the span of 10 seconds. You got the boy and the girl in the span of 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, that's the one thing that I hear from, from moms that it's wonderful when you find out what you're what you're having in the sonogram appointment from your doctor, but it is equally special, and to some even more special when you find out in the delivery room because you have worked so tirelessly to bring this child into the world, and that really is the last piece of this journey before you start mm-hmm. motherhood and now actually caring for and raising the child. The final piece is you are having you have had a ex a boy or a girl and so they've all said that there is nothing like that thrill that excitement that feeling um of of it being announced in that moment mm-hmm. i yeah I, and it really can't be duplicated and it obviously the little story that we have is uh one for the record books for sure and with my son it was a little bit more straightforward i mean he was just a ginormous baby, almost 10 pounds. Oh, wow. And when he was, yes, when he was delivered, uh, there he he screamed out. He was much more assuredly coming into the world. And <laughs> they're like, it's a boy. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can tell it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> With lungs like but, that, it's uh, a boy. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, but all the, but we did, the fact that we decided to wait for both children, that I was able to keep my husband to wait um, through num- numerous sonograms with the second child, even he was very tempted to peek to find out. And that's a whole nother thing. Also, when some couples decide to have one uh, parent find out and then the other one doesn't find out. I mean, kudos to those teams because that really takes like a team effort to not reveal in some way with like a twitch of a facial expression to the other yeah. <laughs> what you might be having. Did you find that your intuition was correct with both kids? that you knew what you were having, even if, you know, that 
everybody else told you, oh, you're carrying high, you must be having a girl, you're carrying low, you must be having a boy, or whatever it was? I have been incredibly accurate with other people, I feel like. And with my first, I'm trying to think. I, I thought I was maybe having a girl, but with the second, I... I think actually I thought I was having a girl and my husband was sure I was having a boy because he was just so, so active and, and was not, he was relentless in the womb and wasn't giving me any, any, any respite. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's a really, it's an interesting question. And, you know, I was caring very differently for both. There's so many wives tales as I'm sure you have gone through the gamut of them as people are making their guests with your future oh, yes. child. Oh, yes. My Peruvian neighbor was like, oh, it's it's all in the face. You know, if you carry beauty in the face, they say it's a boy because the boy is allowing you to retain your beauty. But if it's a, if you have a little bit of a more solemn and shallow face, then the girl is sucking the beauty from the mother. <laughs> I, she was so serious about it. I, I, I took every word. <laughs> but don't you also think to yourself, I, I, I always laugh and then sort of cringe when people say, oh, the girls suck the beauty from the mother. Because I think, are you, for those people who are carrying a, a girl, are you telling them that they look bad? Are you telling them that they just don't look so good that if you're having a boy that you you look infinitely better? I often feel bad for those moms, <laughs> the, the ones that are having the girls and are told and, and don't want people to know what they're having or haven't announced it yet and are basically being told they look like crap. Well, I have to tell you, I was so sick from so much of my pregnancy that I didn't really care much of what I looked <laughs> yeah. like. And, you got put through the uh, gamut. Yeah. So thank goodness I have to give kudos to the makeup teams. I do quite a bit of television and they somehow spruced me up and propped me up to the very last days of both of my pregnancies. <laughs> Woo! We were cutting it close there toward the end. Was I don't it? know how long you plan on working. Oh, I, <laughs> right to the end, hopefully. Hopefully. First date. Yes. What was it um, a nice departure for you? Because with your job at Zulily, you are an executive with them, so you have a lot of not only uh, a lot that goes into your job on the website, but also, as you mentioned, you do a lot of TV appearances and promotional stuff. So, was it a nice departure for you to not have this one aspect of your life completely planned out in the way that other aspects of your life have to be? Yeah, you know, I, again, um, well, in some respect, what I do for Zuli is all about moms and babies and kids and pregnancy. And that's kind of what the site is all about in offering, you know, um, special signs at incredible prices for parents and moms every single day. So actually that part of my life was very planned out in terms of baby's arrival. (laughs) Um, So it made it very easy when the baby came um but in the not knowing of the baby's gender yes it was one thing i did one less thing you have to think about so i do think that that was a bit of a relief and when we for example had a shower and i didn't have a shower for the second baby i felt very loved the first time around and got everything you know i kind of needed and filled in the gaps for anything else i did need um I, I was so deliciously surprised in the creativity of my friends. Like a lot of people say, oh, the gender neutral, again, is kind of blah. It can be boring. Oh, no, they had so much fun with 
finding and really playing up the gender neutral aspects and, and everything I got, like I loved, I thought it was so lovely and so beautiful. And honestly, it worked for then both my daughter and later for my son. So that just kind of worked out great. Yes, it's two for the price of one. Instead of getting all pink or all blue. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. This is the one little nugget of information that you can have as this tremendous surprise for yourself, for you and your partner up until the last moment. And I I can tell you it's such a treasure of a time. And I throughout the pregnancy, I, I, did, I did it without a doubt, and I hope it can be so for other parents who decide to make the decision um it's it was a no-brainer for me but and super super fun journey um so i can say assuredly that it was the right one for me but if you're grappling with it you can know that it, it can be really incredibly fun and interesting and unexpected journey to the very end so i highly encourage it because like i say it's one of the last areas and elements of true true surprise in life unlike any other i'm just looking forward to proving a lot of people wrong one way or the other because some because (laughs) people are so adamant about what you're having whether it's boy or girl Mm -hmm. i can't wait to say you were wrong or you were really right (laughs) you know and let them know that they're um that they're the wives tales that they have brewing in their own head may or may not be so accurate. Which I, I get it sounds a, a like you have a, a betting leak going on. I can't wait to you know, it's, see what happens. It's very interesting because at my husband's office, um, they have a friendly wager going. When when the baby will be born, there might be a little bit of money involved. Matt, Matt our producer, just put up the money sign. No, so it's uh, when the baby will be born, what the baby will be height and weight. And the oh. big one that everybody's stuck on is what – forget about the due date because that's, you know, kind of an easy one. They think, oh, well, mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's planning on letting Mother Nature do her thing. So, you know, it's probably going to be a week before, a week after. Isn't that what they normally say? But it's the sex of the baby that yeah. everybody's like, can I see more pictures? What does your wife look like at the at the Christmas party? People were coming up to me, assessing me. Oh, right. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, you're really serious about this wager, huh? So we'll see what happens. But anyway. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. That is so fun. Well, Amy, thank you so much for everything. I really appreciate it. Absolutely a delight and best of luck to you. Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo is part of the Fox 5 Podcast Network. This episode was recorded, edited, mixed, made awesome by Matt Onimus. The executive producers are myself, Matt Onimus, and Imad Ashgar. Byron Harmon is VP of News, and our Vice President and General Manager of Fox 5 is Lou Leone. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to say hi, reach out to me on Twitter at Fox5Teresa or on Facebook, Teresa Priolo NY. And stay tuned for our next episode. Yeah.